guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. You're looking at The Beard Man and listening to The Beard Man. And I'm joined by, that's the weirdest I've ever done that, (laughs) The Bald Eagle. And cool breeze. Oh, hello. Hello, gentlemen. How is everyone doing tonight? Pretty good. I uh, was just telling the story about how I was humbled by trying to move a, a uh, front load washing machine, which weighs a billion pounds and made me feel like a weak little girl with weak little girl arms. But uh, my day's been improving. Okay. Well, <laughs> congratulations on the improvement. Honesty. Andrew, how about you? It's good. Good. I'm good. Good. We're just moving right along. No, no, no personal anecdotes to share. Oh, okay. no, we- well, no weaknesses uh, to spread with us. You know, let us know. Today, this this evening was the first night of our children's program for this season, and uh, it went well. I was very happy with it. Talk to us about that, Andrew. What is it that you're talking about? Uh, <laughs> well, I am a children's pastor, and I hold a weekly children's event called Wildside cool name right yes thought, I like of it, it. thought of it myself uh actually you know i googled it and i stole it from a list of cool names um <laughs> anyway so tonight was our first night of the season and uh no it went really well and i was i i had a lot of fun and i was a little nervous because you never know if anybody's going to show up the first night we had a bunch of new new leaders and stuff but everyone did awesome so it's a good start is it like a curriculum that you had, or did you like build it from scratch, or how'd that work? Uh, I use the Gospel Project for Kids. Cool. Um, which is not a sponsor. Essentially, it it just starts at the beginning of the Bible and it goes through the whole thing. And uh, it's mm. we actually did tonight. We did a recap of last year of everything I taught them last year, and they did so good. Really? I, it's actually so encouraging to me. <laughs> somebody <laughs> somebody listened last year and actually learned something. They were just pulling out all kinds of like I gave them multiple choice answers and stuff, but they yeah. just knew everything. It was it was awesome. Sweet. That's super cool. Uh, so guys, um, we're about a half hour late getting going uh, because we're trying to stream to to Facebook right now and in my testing before we all got going everything was working great until it was legitimately time to go and then it asked me for some random question that I didn't want to answer about what game are we playing Um, I don't know if a setting got switched somewhere with Facebook that it thinks we're a gaming channel or a gaming thing and so I I mean we're the three of us are playing Stickman Golf uh, on our phones not a sponsor but an awful lot of fun uh, so I I wrote that, but just just in case anyone's watching this, although I can't seem to find it on Facebook right now. Um, but if anyone does, if this video some is, is if this video is broadcasting somewhere right now into uh, the future, it, yeah, uh, I want you to know that uh, we're not we're not actually playing the game right now. You, if you're watching, hoping to see three middle aged men play stickman golf. Uh, you've come to the wrong <laughs> podcast. Darn. They but, definitely exist, though. I mean, you're going to scratch that itch somewhere if you're really looking for it. it if you really want here. it, guarantee it's out there. Um, I mean, if the numbers are good enough, we'll just do that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
But for the life of me, guys, I can't find this thing out there uh, on the internet. Can uh, are either of you seeing it? I no, checked not. and I don't see it anywhere. I think we're uh, we're just doing the the old old school. The old school audio. Well, that might be for but, the um, best. So did my hair for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm looking super buff today, too. Take my word for it. Don't. Lucas <laughs> was doing push-ups before we started. I did a push-up. Well, man, but you know what's bothering me about this whole streaming thing? <laughs> everything. <laughs> well, ev- at the moment, everything. Because I'm, I'm bummed out because there's like a, a, a chat thing that's supposed to pop up on our screen. That oh, Look, now that's not working, of course. Of course, none of the live stream stuff is working, guys. I... And I'm going to shut it down and I'm going to spend more time before we come back for this. Okay. Ending the stream. Well, back to audio. Well, now what am I going to look at? Um, all right. I'll look at you so guys. Are we no, is the podcast paused or, no. or just... Uh, no. Every, okay. Everybody's getting to enjoy this. Okay. So we're still in the midst of it. Okay, good. Yeah. And for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh... Yeah. Okay. Well, sometimes we stop, and I and I think we're kind of like you know cutting, and then I'll just talk about stupid things, which I guess isn't that different from what I normally talk about. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, we're keeping all of this. This is all gold. Uh, and then it'll it'll stay in. Oh, uh, so that's why I want to hold know. on. Then yes, Lucas, I've paused. I've paused the the podcast. Go on, <laughs> share something on. with me. Another one of my humorous anecdotes. Hmm. Give us, give us a little something here. All right. What, what do you got? Do you want me to launch into the hypothetical? Or yeah. Still, uh, no. Okay. No. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, you are a rich billionaire, but you lose your fortune, and everyone turns on you. You manage to get one thousand dollars from somewhere in the house before you're kicked out. What do you do with it to regain your vast wealth? I'm going to jump on this really quickly because I didn't know. Number one, how big is the fortune? That's my question. Are we, are we, talking, are we talking children's pastor fortune? Are we talking Nazarene pastor fortune? Or are we talking private Christian school fortune? Um, that's not a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's three, three versions of the same basement. Um, I think... I think I think for so for, for us a fortune is like someone who you know makes whatever. But no, uh, let's say I said billionaire, but let's say millionaire. You were a millionaire, get a fortune. Uh, so you know you you had a lot of uh, what most people, everyone but billionaires would consider a lot of money. Okay, so I somehow managed to get a thousand dollars, and then the question is, what am I going to do to get back to where I hey, was? I, hey, hey, let, let me paint you the picture. Paint, okay. paint it. You, your 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 assets are frozen. You're kicked out of your house. You, you're, everyone's like all your connections are all severed. They're, everyone's mad at you, and you have nothing but the clothes in your back. And you realize you have your your one giant ring that you had, and you sell it at a you sell it at a uh, pawn shop for a thousand dollars. So now you have your clothes in your back, a thousand dollars in your pocket. Play go, Dairy Queen. I wanted to go first, but I don't care anymore. Talk to me, Andrew. What's happening here at the at the old DQ? <laughs> that was not that was not my answer. You go ahead. <laughs> Have you guys ever played the the game Bigger and Better? Sure. Yes. No. No, I haven't actually. Okay. But I know what it is. Well, for those that maybe don't know, uh, Bigger and Better is just a game where you start off with something very very tiny, and all you've got to do is trade it. 
to somebody for something that is bigger or better. And, and, and so you, and then it just continues and continues and it snowballs. And there was, you guys would remember this. There was a guy that did it because the game took off. It became like this cultural phenomenon for a little while. Yeah. Had a TV show about it. I remember that. Did it really? Yeah. Wow. I'll talk about that after your story, but it, it was pretty neat. Okay. Um, so, but there was a guy that, that really took this thing to heart and, and started, you know, he, I think he made it all the way to a house. He started with a paper clip. Yep. Was it a paper clip? Yeah, I saw that. Paper clip and all the way to a house. So I'm just saying, this seems like a no-brainer to me. I <laughs> Buy a thousand paper clips. I, yeah, I'm going to take that thousand dollars <laughs> and turn it into a thousand paper clips. And you think about that. That's a thousand different streams of income now that you've created. What would Dave Ramsey say about that? He would say, <laughs> that's what he'd say. <laughs> That might be the first actual use that fits. I was just gonna say I was like, you nail A plus so far on the soundboard. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was hoping I was really hoping you're like, what would he say? It's like an old timey car horn, like wah or something like that, but maybe next time. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna get a thousand paper clips. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna start doing bigger and better. Um with those paper clips, and then I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get all my monies back, man. That's that's a no-brainer, because you. I get that big house on a hill. Oh, well, I mean, mm-hmm. by this time, a thousand houses on a hill. What's a? I mean, and with with an Airbnb, then you sell one of those houses and buy a billion paper clips, and then you become and then you start, <laughs> super rich. And and with Airbnbs that are happening right now, uh, jacking the the cost of rent in the city that I live in. Thank you so much for that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to make that money back in like a month. One one month with my thousand homes of rent. You really glossed over the paperclip to home uh, travel, but uh, so yeah, I'm going to start I, I with the paperclip, and I'm going to go out door to door, and I'm just going to say, "Hello, sir. Uh, can can I can I trade you for something bigger or better?" And I I have an accent because I don't want them to know it's me, and so then. Once I get that thing that's bigger and better, let's say they give me a trash can. So now I've got a trash can, guys. What can you put in trash can? Paper bills, Paper y'all. Paper clips. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to take... You're not allowed to use the same one twice in an episode. Oh, You're downgraded to B minus. <laughs> Back up to B plus. Thanks. We're working on it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill that. No, I got nothing. Okay. But I'm going to play bigger and better. That's what I'm doing. So I, I feel yeah. completely confident if the collapse happens. You guys, you know, I just heard the world's supposed to end in like 12 years. But anyway. Again. Aww. Again. Uh, so if everything goes, you know, turns upside down, uh, I would like to take a minute and get some paper clips. Sit right there. Yeah. Didn't work. I'd like to go out <laughs> with paper clips. And and work my way up. I've said it enough, Andrew. You're at a Dairy Queen. That's your motivation, and go. So now you now you have whatever a thousand dollars minus six seventy for a six dollar meal is. <laughs> That's go right. Uh, so here's what I would do. Whatever I did to get the first million dollars. Done. Hold on. What if you married into well, wealth? You just you you've burnt I, your bridges. I didn't. What do you mean you I didn't? Did. Well, then tell me where it came from. <laughs> I can't disclose that information. If he married into wealth, then he has something that rich people find attractive to begin with, so he could just do that again. Yeah, I'll just marry into wealth again. Yeah. Done. There you go. What? I would say I would write a book about my experience and 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 or become Wait. a YouTuber. Riches to rags. F- a candy yeah. story. 
<laughs> and then use my fame as that guy who lost it all and relaunched my career. <laughs> Anti Dave Ramsey, YouTuber slash uh, bookseller. Yeah, I guess that's what he did. So I'll I'll take it. Well, no, him. you would be the anti Dave Ramsey because. Oh yeah. Well, no, he was famous for he was like middle class. Then he became rich. Then he lost it all, and then he got rich again because he got rich the wrong way the first time. So he said, "Anyone could be a millionaire. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Better. I had to do it twice." So okay. <laughs> Hashtag Dave Ramsey. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. So I, I apologize. I spoke over you. Would you mind telling me again? Uh, no, I think I just did. Uh, read a book, become a YouTuber. Talk, use, use my meteoric downfall, which everyone loves, a good failure f- uh, faceplant story, um, and sell the rights to it. I mean, O.J. Simpson sold the rights to his uh, story, I think, and made some money. Um, I'm not trying to align myself with him, but I'm just saying, you know, people <laughs> can make money out of being famous and stupid. You really, nice. you really did a thing there, old boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to just jump in here quickly and remind you that if you want to reach out to us on our social medias, you can do that at Oxford Holy Club. You know that at symbol. It's the A that just keeps going around. Um, you can type that in and then Oxford Holy Club and find us on all the social medias. You can also send us a one minute message through the link that's in the description. And we do have an email as well. Uh, and that is Oxford Holy Club at gmail.com. You can reach out at us there and we are on all the social medias. That's not true. I meant to say we're on most of the social medias. We're not on Pinterest yet. Well, no. <laughs> and and hopefully never are. And it would have been on Vine if that was still a thing, it, I bet, because you were a big Viner. We'd have done this for the Vine. But what about TikTok? I don't even know what that is, but I feel unsafe it's, around it. It's it's Vine, basically. Is it Vine? Pretty much. Okay. Anyway, you can feel free to find us on the social medias and see if we're on TikTok. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time, because I was expecting there to be four people, which seems to take longer. It's now time for our not a sponsor break. The part of the show where we highlight a product that we feel does it better than anybody else, but they won't support us financially. Nobody does it a couple of months ago, my family was looking to move to the big city of Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. And we looked around our house and said, we've got too much stuff and we need to buy some things that are specific to our new place. So where did we turn to deal with all of those crazy buying and selling issues? Kijiji. Now, I used to pronounce it Kijiji until I looked online and saw it spelled out phonetically. Kijiji is Canada's largest classified site with millions of live ads in a wide range of categories. You're looking for cars that got it. Housing? Yes, sir. But you can buy a house. Jobs and everything in between. Two new ads are posted every second. They're proud to provide a platform that connects Canadians, helping them buy great items for their community, making money off unused possessions and things that clutter up the house. That was our story. And you know what? It helps the country waste less. We've used Kijiji or Kijiji, however you want to pronounce it. You know what? Don't let me tell you how to pronounce it. You live your Kijiji truth and, and we'll go from there. We were able to empty two floors of a house on Kijiji and then we were able to get all kinds of new things for our new place. And you know what? In my opinion, nobody does it better at helping me turn over that clutter than Kijiji, not a sponsor. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, and we're back. Uh, we're going to move into the questions Christians are asking segment of the show. And we've been going through a list of 10 different questions and just kind of giving our thoughts and kind of working through those, sharing some scripture and some different ideas. And today's 
question is not a not an easy question, um, but it gets asked an awful lot, and it's this: Why don't my prayers get answered? Guys, you ever hear that or think that sometimes? Because you're bad. Well, <laughs> all right. Next segment. <laughs> no, we know that's not the right answer. That well, then. Lucas, why don't you walk us through what the right one is? <laughs> well, I think it's important to remember that, um, you know, we don't see into the future and we often are a little hazy on our past and we only live in the present, which makes us very much like a child. And children want what they want and they want it now and they don't always want the best things. And that's kind of what we're like when, when we think of us and God, it's very much like a child and us, only we're even stupider than a child a lot of the time. Um, and have you seen Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I saw something on Twitter, a uh, uh, Babylon B post that says God checks Twitter, moves date of the apocalypse up. <laughs> <laughs> so good job, Babylon B. Um, so I think what, what happens is, you know, we, we don't understand what we're asking for sometimes, right? Like we think we want a certain thing and it might not be the best thing for us. Like if, if mm. I gave my children everything they wanted or any of your children, it would be like Oreos all day, every day till their teeth fell out. Right. Like they, they're not looking long term, and, and, and so there's two sides of this. There's, there's that whole side of it. Like we don't know the full picture, but there's also the side of the things where, you know, a lot of the things that we pray for and that we can pray for are things that would make our lives easier are comfortable, yep. you know, all these kind of things, right? Because we love to be comfortable and we love it when things are easy because that's what human beings are and that's what we love and that's what's easy and comfortable. Um, but those aren't the things that grow us. You never grow and you never develop or stretch yourself when you're on the couch comfy cozy, right? Like I'm not doing my, my best development on that times. It's when I'm uncomfortable. It's when I'm, you know, in pain. That's why people don't like to go to the gym because, you know, the whole no pain, no gain thing, right? right. Same thing for reading books or for getting out of bed at the proper time. The things that are actually going to make you better are hard. And a lot of the time we're praying for the wrong things. Uh, that's, that's, that's one little slice of that possible answer. And Brad, I see you have some paragraphs to unpack for us. Well, uh, I mean, I, my initial thought was very similar to yours. And, and there was a few scriptures that came to mind. And then I actually pulled an article up um, that, was, that was on this topic. And they, I thought they had some interesting thoughts that we could look at. But for me, Lucas, same as you. It, to me, it was more about um, why don't my prayers get answered? Well, what prayers were you praying and, right. and, and, and then it made me think of Matthew 6, uh, 7 to 14, which is uh, it's called the Lord's Prayer. And Jesus is teaching the disciples to pray. And I'm going to just jump in kind of, I'm going to read it and, and then unpack a little bit of what, uh, what I was thinking. It says this, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that, that they'll be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. I think that's crucial right there. Yeah. For, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And so then Jesus says, pray then like this. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. And here, this ties in, your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
Uh, and then the end of that is, for if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But there was two things that jumped out and, and they were this, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. And then this, when, you, when we pray, the model is that we pray for God's will to be accomplished here on earth and, and you know, across earth, but also for us. And, and so to me, when I think about why don't my prayers get answered, my initial question is, well, whose will are you praying for? Right. Now, um, you know, there, there are times when we pray for healing and we pray that people that are sick would, would be made well. And, and then if they pass away, we say, well, why did that happen, God? Right. We were, we gathered the church. We gathered around this person. We prayed for them. They came, we followed what the script, what scripture says about if they're sick among you, we gathered the elders, we anointed with oil and we prayed and it didn't happen. Why? I mean, there's different answers to that, but is it, is it possible that, you know, in the case of that, that the healing that that person actually needed was not available this side of eternity? And that's not always easy to, to cope with, but, but I guess I, I look at that and I go, um, and similar to the article that I was reading was what are the motives behind our praying? And, and what was the other, there was another scripture that talks about, um, anything you ask in my name, you know, in the name of the father uh, that I'll do. And people will take that and go, well, I asked for a car. Why didn't I get it? Or, or I asked for riches. I asked for a thousand paper clips. Why didn't I receive them? <laughs> and and I, I, I really wonder with some of our prayer, like he knows, our, he knows what we need. He knows our inner heart and he knows our motives. So he knows when I'm praying selfishly and, yeah. and he knows when I'm trying to pray for his will to be accomplished. Um, my other thought is this, is maybe the answer was no. Right. I mean, maybe he said, no, why don't my prayers get answered? Maybe he, they did. And you just didn't care for the answer. And so you took the answer. No, as, as a non-answer. Some people confuse God with a genie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's not what he is, you know, not blue, not any of that stuff. So, and I think it's people who are very, you know, very immature in their faith, right? Like they see it on TV. That's, you know, that's all you ever see in movies is, you know, some little kid like, you know, dear God, please, blah, 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 blah. And so it's asking, usually it's asking for something. Um, it's kind of a plot point in the movie or whatever, but right. it's not about, it's prayer should be more about God than about us. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever feel like, like sometimes when I go to pray about something, I get held up because like, I think Brad, you just said this, but essentially I feel like I'm trying to trick God. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> like in, negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I pray it, if I don't directly pray and ask for this thing, like if I can kind of just <laughs> walk around it a bit, you know, and you, I feel silly and I stop and you know, it, it could just be so, uh, I guess frustrating to kind of, get around that and try and understand, you know, what is, how am I supposed to pray? What am I supposed to be praying for? And, hmm. and I find that challenging sometimes when, when I want to sit down and, and I really feel like, okay, I need to talk to God about this, but it almost feels just selfish to even hmm. say anything about it. Yep. No, I, I, we, I think we've all been there. 
I will say this, Andrew, when you, when you mentioned that about, you know, not knowing what to pray, I was reminded of Romans 8, 26 and 27. And I know that you guys know it, but it says, likewise, the spirit helps us in our weakness, the spirit being the Holy Spirit, for we, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Which essentially is saying God knows exactly what our heart is. And when we do not have the words, but we come to him, that the Holy Spirit will will say it on our behalf. Mm. Which, which to me is super encouraging because what... <laughs> The Holy Spirit is not going to try to trick himself or, or you know what I mean? Like what you were just kind of talking about, yeah. right? Like the Holy Spirit knows exactly what needs to be said and all that. Um, now, let me just, let me go through these. There's a couple of things and I kind of wanted to ask you guys what you thought about them because I, I don't want to pretend that these are the answers to why don't my prayers get answered? Well, if you, are you doing these five or four or five things? And if not you know, then there's why, or if you do, then everything will be fine. But, uh, this one was, am I asking with wrong motives? And we've, we've touched on that a lot, but scripturally it says, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. That's from James four, three. Any, any convo on that? I think just, the idea of, like you said, like what is the motive? What is the reason? So, am I asking just to make my life more comfortable, more easy, or is it because um, I really want, you know, this thing? Like, you know, every I actually I do pray in the morning when I'm praying. I'll say like, uh, I pray that today will be a, a good day, and good isn't necessarily like easy. Uh, I usually don't pray for easy days unless I'm having a real rough rough <laughs> go. Um, like, give me an easy one. Give me a, give me a lob ball pitch in this one, Lord. No, but usually I don't because like I said, that's usually not where the best things happen. Right. But I pray that like, I'll be able to see, you know, where, where he wants me to be, what he wants me to say. Like, you know, I, when I'm praying with teachers, I'll say, you know, um, help me be, what is it? Help me be. Uh, f- with the students, like help me be kind of firm with them. When I need to be firm. Help me be gentle with them. When I need to be gentle with them, and right. give me the wisdom to know when, right? right? Like when to be a little more harsh. Like when they need that firmness, and when when they need to be like, okay, they're having a rough day because we don't know mm-hmm. what goes on at home, right? So that's me praying for something for me, but it's for other people. Whereas like, just give me an easy day. Like I don't feel like dealing with these kids. Like yeah. that that would be more selfish, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, what about this one? Have I confessed my sins to God? And just so you know, I pulled this article up off the internet uh, from a magazine called Christianity Today, and they were talking about this. So that I'm not taking credit or blame for this. I just wanted to, well, I just wanted to bring it. I, I was reading it. And I'm like, this, these might be some good launch points for our conversation on this. So yeah. they say this. Now, who's got that kid? Who's, who's kids up? I presume Andrew. Uh. <laughs> it's not mine. Yeah. I'll never tell. <laughs> My kids never interrupted a podcast ever. Andrew, you should be ashamed. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's just terrible. So this this Let's take a, let me get my let me get my heel of bread just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're talking about Jesus. Go ahead. Well, no, the the question is, you know, or the thing to think about when you're talking about your prayer life is have I confessed my sins to God? Um we we get this unconfessed sin is 
sin is a separator um, between us and God. And, and listen to this. This comes, this comes out of Isaiah 59. It says, Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. But your inquiries, sin, or, sorry, your iniquities, sins, have separated you from God. Your sins have hidden his face, uh, hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Man. Uh, you, you really got it. We need to be... I've always tried to maintain a, a short list. Do you know what I'm saying? With the Lord. I don't, I, when I mess up, I don't like to let things sit there. Um, but maybe part of the blockage with prayer is unconfessed sin. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely hard to, I guess, uh, believe, like not believe that, but it's a hard one to hear. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, because there's uh-huh. because there's so much behind what this is implying, you know. And for all those people that are, you know, basically feel like they aren't hearing God or aren't getting their prayers answered, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow that this could be the the thing that's the barrier. Sure. And to have to kind of confront those things, you know, that's not easy for us or anybody really to mm-hmm. confront those those sins, those things that are keeping us from God. And, and, you know, there's a reason why they're keeping us from God because you don't want to address them. You don't want to, uh, you, you don't want to fix them because it's difficult. Yeah. <clears throat> have you guys ever heard of like praying? You probably have because you're more uh, into the church world than I am. Um, have you heard of well, like let's, let's, let's just go back on that for a minute. Well, you know what I mean? No, like you work in the church. I'm just you, you kidding. Get me. I'm just me. kidding. Uh, like an axe prayer, like the four parts of prayer. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I can't remember exactly what they are. Uh, well, just, A is- Just let me is, search my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Clickety-clack, clickety-clack. Oh, uh, basically oh, the idea mean, is <laughs> A-C-T-S. So your prayer should always include A uh, would adoration. be adoration. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. basically yeah. praising God for who he is and what he does. Um, C is confession. Oh, confession. And C, you explain it. Sorry, I missed it. Can you can you ask that again? Can you say it exactly? C C is no C C is C for, is for cookies. That's good enough for me. Sorry, <laughs> confession. So you know, and that's the part where you come to God and say, like, listen, like, like you start with adoration. You're great. You're awesome. Like you put the stars in the sky. I, I'm so like amazed by the world. Um, great job with grasshoppers and you're, stuff. You're really selling it too, Lucas. Today. Great job with grasshoppers. Well, I it's funny <laughs> really nailed it. Really nailed I always, it with the grasshoppers. I, spi- I always try with my adoration part of my prayer. I try to pick pick something specific as opposed to like great job in the world again for the thousandth time, which is fine. But I also like want to say like, hey, like thanks for trees. Trees are awesome. Like yeah, what a cool thing. Or you know, thanks for thanks for putting sugar in the world. I enjoy it. You know, or whatever. I, um, I, and then I, I so can't wait. Sorry. I know, we're, yeah. we're, you're gonna have to go through them all over again, but I can't wait until you get down on your alphabetical list of animals that you're thanking him for, or insects, <laughs> and you get to mosquitoes. Cannot <laughs> wait for you. That's when the Holy Spirit has to utter uh, it, with deep groanings. Because what do you got about that? Uh, moving on. So we got adoration, confession, and now yeah. we're getting into the thanks. T's. Okay. Or thanks. You're welcome. Oh, so basically, just thanking thanking him for things. So. Um, so you do you would do that, and then finally is um, so act, adoration, Suppli- supplication, supplication, supplication. Yeah, 
And can one of the guys at the Google Docs uh, open, tell me what that's all about? Oh, yeah, easy. It's uh, bringing your requests for yourself and others to God. And in all things, pray that God's will be done. Hmm. Memorize that. Wow, Andrew. You are the greatest pastor. Don't ask Do guys, me it again, though. Do you guys know anybody that says, like, God willing after almost every sentence ever? Uh, I'm not. Like, I'll see you tomorrow, God willing. <laughs> I, I like try. I get, yes, I get it. Okay, I try it's not. It's like a threat. I try. <laughs> yeah, I try not to be crazy uptight with that. However, there are times when I will definitely say, you know, for, I'll say, Lord willing. Um, and, and, and like, I get the point behind it. Like, I, I if someone says, I'm like, whatever. But some people, it's like, it's like, uh, I'll meet you in the other room, Lord willing. <laughs> <laughs> it's always under it's their like, breath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What'd you say? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll bring you a glass of water, Lord willing. <laughs> If the Lord allows. If the Lord allows. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, I get it. Trip and wipe out on the way. He didn't allow it. He didn't allow it. Uh, so, yeah. uh, so, yes, Lucas, we've now heard of the Acts prayer. How about this one? Uh, the question is, have I made anything more important than God? What we would also consider an idol. God told the prophet Ezekiel that some people had set up idols in their hearts and put wicked stumbling blocks before their faces. Uh, and the scripture, sorry, the scripture says, my apologies, it's from Ezekiel 14, three, and it says that they'd set, they set up idols in their hearts and put wicked stumbling blocks before their faces. And then God says, uh, should I let them inquire of me at all? Idols aren't always false images of God, but anything that takes, uh, or becomes more important than God. So, uh, I didn't, I did a chapel last year and I was pretty proud of it. Um, which is a sin. I shouldn't have done. Been proud of it, but anyway. Um, and I was talking not, not about necessarily. We can <laughs> we can talk about that after. You shouldn't have just blanket statement <laughs> that. Um, I was I was talking about idols. I'm like, we're going to kind of have a history lesson today, and I talked about idols and and why people use them and how we don't really understand them today because we don't do it the same way they did it and stuff. And I had and I said they'll even have like little. They had big idols. They had little idols, and I had like a little statue. And I like lit some candles around it, you know, they'd have little ones in their home and, you know, they'd have to touch it and they'd have to like worship it and all this stuff. And I said, it seems kind of silly, right? Like, yeah. And then I took the idol away and I put my cell phone in the middle of it. And I was like, hi, I tricked you. Oh. Cell phone's your idol. Mic wow, drop. Lucas. It was great. No one's ever done that before, ever. And everybody smashed their cell phones <laughs> and the whole school was saved. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but it was it was I was it was went well. <laughs> uh, Except I got candle wax all over me by accident. Turns out it's not good for pants. Oh, uh, great job, Andrew! <laughs> yeah, I got claps. You're up to an A minus. Oh my goodness! Um, so then this one, uh, the the question here is: Am I digging into God's word? And Jesus said, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it'll be given to you. This is out of John fifteen seven. Um, and so then the question is, are you spending time learning, reading, growing? Um, I, guys, any thoughts on that before we kind of move or give that a wrap up? I, Sometimes the answer is already in scripture. Like it's like a blanket yes, a blanket no. To certain things, and you just hadn't thought of it that way. Like, you know, his answer is no, but you should have known that if you've been actually reading the Bible. Well, and I guess what what I think is interesting too is the more that you get into the Word and understand who God is, because that was that was His letter, that was you know to us. 
um, the more you get into that, the more you recognize God's voice when he is talking. When, so, you know, hey, Lord, should I, should I go rob a bank today? I can't afford, you know, <laughs> I, well, but I, you know, I didn't want to go crazy with it, but, uh, yeah. you know, I lost all my fortune. I only have a thousand dollars and the clothes on my back. Should I go uh, gamble at all at the casino, Lord? What should I do? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I, how come he's not answering? Why, why am I not hearing an answer? Well, mm-hmm. come on. You know, if it's it's there in the word for you to see, there's a reason why he gave us the word uh, to be able to read. So to me, I think part of being into the Bible and reading is to recognize more of the characteristic and nature of who God is. And then you get to recognize when, when he is answering prayer. And um, yeah, I, I'm going to leave my thoughts there for now. Andrew, you've leaned forward and have a furrowed brow. So, <laughs> well, um Man, I can't remember his name. Oh, what's his name? John Piper. Yeah, John Piper. I read an article of John Piper, and he would argue that the Bible is the number one way that the that God communicates with us in this day and age. Okay. And I'm just trying to back up what you were saying. Um, like that is, you know, when a lot of people question whether or not they hear God or communicate with God, they're looking for that audible communication Mm -hmm. and that's not the number one way that he would communicate or choose to communicate with us Mm. now it would be through the bible through his word in there sure i I do i do as we move on from this unless um you guys have some other thoughts to throw down when we come to the bible uh one of the things that we need i I think we need to understand is that we live in the age of the spirit there was you know uh, the holy spirit's been given to the church and the the Holy Spirit is there to help us learn and interpret the word and to lead us into truth. So if, you know, we can do everything on our own strength, we, you can manage churches, you can do whatever all by ourselves without ever engaging God through the day. Um, but when we come to scripture to learn who he is, understand that, that the Holy Spirit is there for us uh, to teach us. And, and that's another way that God, I'm not trying to, I'm not being like, oh, Andrew, uh, actually it's the Holy Spirit is the number one way that he communicates, but the Holy Spirit with scripture to me is, is where that's coming from, where that communication's coming from. So, uh, you know, these are some, I think these are some good thoughts, guys, at least to start asking yourselves, you know, about your motives. And if you have unconfessed sin or, you know, what have you placed in higher than God and, and where's your relationship at with him? When you start talking about why don't my prayers get answered? But I still go back to my initial question is, what are you praying for and and what's behind it? And whose will are you praying for? And, and are you and I, will, sorry, Lucas, do you have a thought? But you said, no, you said this earlier about growth and, um, and are, you willing to, are you willing to get an answer that you don't like? Would you receive an answer that you don't like, even if it's painful? Right. There's people whose whole theology is wrapped up around what they think God is. Right. Uh, like, oh, my God would never do that. It's like, well, no, then it's the little God you have in your pocket. Like, it's not God. Like, if if, if God lines up perfectly with what you think 100% of the time, that might not be, that might be you thinking it, not God. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. the tricky part. And and one thing, that, like, uh, when you have discussions like this, it, a lot of the time we're always like, oh, you know, you're praying for a Lamborghini or you're praying for a million dollars or you're paying for, you know. But there are people who are playing, praying for 
legitimate thing, you know, like someone to be cured of cancer or like, you know, people battling infertility. Like they, often we kind of trivialize it. We push it to the far end, like people praying for stupid things like sure. a billion hamburgers or whatever. Um, but, you know, it. this is harder to, to get to and to deal with when someone's like, you know, my brother is going to die if he doesn't get a miracle, basically. And, right. and then why didn't, you know, those are the people who really struggle with it. And it's not that there aren't answers to that, but but that those are some of the hard ones that I'm sure that you guys might bump into occasionally. Yeah. And it's, and you know what, there's times when I just have to say, I don't know, but I trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. There is, a, there is a faith and I'm not just trying to appeal to mystery um, mm. because we can, we can look at scripture and, and I think there are answers, but sometimes I just don't know. And I, I and I, th- sorry, go ahead. No, I'm done. Oh, I was going to say, I think another thing too is sometimes we think of death as like the worst possible thing, but to God, it's not necessarily, right? Like if it's a Christian, they're like, he mm-hmm. gets to come home early. And we don't think of it that way because that's something that we love and that we, yep. we're we not looking forward to that separation. But to, to God, that's not necessarily the worst thing. In fact, that's kind of the, that's the end goal anyway. Right. Um, so, but again, there's all kinds of different circumstances and stuff, but we yeah, don't always sir. have the right perspective on things too. And, and I think you make a really good point. Our perspective is limited uh-huh. often. And I would just say too, um, you know, we might have a, some framework that we have decided on how God's going to answer that prayer. Oh, for sure. And it, he may answer that prayer, but it's going to most likely be outside of what we think is answering that prayer, whether yeah. that's, uh, how he answers it or when he answers it. Because he might be answering prayers that you prayed years before mm-hmm. and and so you don't even remember. And all of a sudden, and I've had those moments where I think back and I think about something that I've been praying for so long ago and it's come true and mm. you don't even remember in the moment. Like there's not, there's never that moment where you're like, Oh, he just answered it right now. You know? <laughs> right. Done. I think it's cool when people keep like a prayer journal or something. I don't, but like the idea of like, oh, I prayed for this for, I've been praying for this for five years. Or remember when this happened, like keeping score, and I, keeping score sounds like the wrong thing, but like they're just kind of like honoring it, like kind of keeping yeah. an eye on the things that have been answered. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a kind of a cool practice. Totally, totally agree. Andrew, you gonna, you want to move us along, old boy? All right, we're looking at a Yahoo question. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Wait, hold on. I probably have something for this. Do you want to say that again? We're looking at a Yahoo question. 32-year-old adult in McDonald's Play Place. What do I do? Now, I envisioned this differently than Lucas did. Um, I When I read this, I thought that this is a 32-year-old that has found himself or herself stuck. Idiots can be girls too. Right, stuck. <laughs> st- Hashtag feminism. Stuck in a, well, and then- Lucas the, is so pro- progressive. There. <laughs> uh, th- I, th- I think this person, this 32-year-old uh, young adult millennial has found their way to getting stuck into a play place. I- I think that they they saw something in they saw the sign that said that they couldn't and they said you don't own me and yes I can and I deserve it and so they went in there 
Um, ba 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 ba. I'm loving it, and so I'm going in. I'm going into that. And they got up there, and I don't know if you guys have been in many play places, but uh, they they got multiple levels, you know, like for kids to be able to climb easily, and they generally have the slides and, and a few different things. But I think they've got themselves caught up in those like they look like wheels that are on the ceiling that you just stand and you spin on, and then you can like flip up and get your. I suspect that they are stuck in that, and they they have taken to Yahoo to go because listen. The type of person that gets stuck in a play place is definitely somebody that frequents Yahoo for their answers. So and solutions. Uh, right, right. So I'm a lot of speculation. A lot of speculation. Of course there is, because this is all that was given. Objection, conjecture. Well Okay. Uh, any, well, they need help. It's uh or I think they need help. I guess it doesn't say that. The all it said in on Yahoo was 32-year-old 30, adults in McDonald's play place, what do I do? I guess the first thing I would do is question the adult tag, but whatever. Moving on. Um, Andrew, did you have a solution for this? Well, as a 32-year-old... Uh, oh, shoot. Two- <laughs> hum, humble, humble brag. <laughs> I'm so young. Uh... <laughs> As a 32-year-old with a two-year-old who likes to play in the play place but is still slightly too young to do it, I imagine this person is in there trying to get their two-year-old out who either won't leave or is trapped on a level. Uh, yeah. we Listen. Been there. We've all been there. But I got to be honest. I was pretty pumped to go in there. It, right? Because... <laughs> It's always gated and people are watching and, and there's, you know, judgment is, is as, as thick as the grease in that place. And, and, uh, when a kid, when like, I'd be like, Hey, just get stuck up there. Harmony Jaden, get up there and be like, dad, I need you to come down the slide a few times. Anyway, just a side note. That's why a uh, hop, skip, jump is so balling because adults can go on all the things. Okay, I've never it's been to one. Sweet. My kids have a few times, but I have not. Oh, you should go. I mean, it's crazy in there. But if you can getting play on the all flu the was a physical place, it would be that place. Oh, uh, true enough. <laughs> yeah. Wear a mask, but you can play on all the things. That's true. It is pretty cool. I, so we go to the. I, I want to hear your answer, Lucas. But um, we went to the play place in Amherst, which was small. But it, the kids still had a lot of fun. When we came to Charlottetown, it's not a whole lot bigger, but the space for the adults to be... Well, actually, yeah, it's a lot bigger. And the space for the adults to be is also that much bigger. So I was like, this is great. You know, we got lots of space to sit down. There's room for kids to play. I have never, ever in my life been in an environment that was that loud and that high-pitched. And it was, <laughs> and not one parent, like, doing Parented. anything. Not, yeah. Not it one parent in the room. It could become kind of a... Kid dumping ground slash like, yeah, babysitter. It can it's be like the wild. Thunderdome in there. Well, and, <laughs> yeah. and like if one of my kids started screaming, I would go over and be like, and, and would stand there, call him over because it was Jaden. And I'd be like, dude, you can't do that in here. And parents <laughs> are looking at me like I'm crazy. But it was, man, it was awful. Lucas, you used to be 32. Was this you? What happened? <laughs> So long ago, uh, if I saw someone up there and it, like they were didn't have a kid attached to them, if they had a kid attached to them, I'd be like, "Get it, I get it, brother." 
Uh, I understand. Uh, if it was just some rando in there, I'd be like, oh, they finally sent someone to clean up the puke. Oh, yeah, thank you for get, getting to that. So gross. And then they would get out of there. But, I mean, it was just somebody up there. I've been in plenty, like like Andrew said, I've been in those things before, like kids get stuck. Actually, I think it's almost like a, it's like a, a barrier to entrance. Like my youngest one can't get over the, this one step to kind of get into all the fun. Right. Uh, so I have to like throw her in there basically uh, and then wait for her to, to emerge. But uh, the one at the McDonald's on Prospect in Frerickson, I'm pretty sure the sign says like adults can go in here too. I think just letting you know that you can go rescue them. Uh, but um, also th- it doesn't say you can't go. <laughs> you imagine so. if our kids were stuck in there and like they were hurt or whatever, but the sign said no adults and that's what we got hung up on. <laughs> no adults <sighs> ever, no matter what. <sighs> and like uh, Gideon, you're going to take off your belt and make a tourniquet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to stop that bleeding. Uh, you're going to be fine. <laughs> You start. You put one foot on it, and grimace just shows up and just like tackles you, <laughs> guys. It we're coming near the end, but it's time once again for that age-old fight. The question of who is the better super fighter? I wish I had a sound effect for this. Let's. I can just just say it's not. Pew, me. Pew, 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 pew. Okay. Yeah, I, can. I can't wait to see what crappy uh, thing Andrew gets. <laughs> I thought mine was pretty good last week. Yeah, last week it was good. It was the two weeks ago that I got hung up on. Let's. <laughs> you are snowman holding two road flares. You are currently melting. The end. <laughs> um. Okay, this one's called Victory. Let's see if it fits. Uh, and let's see who's going to be victorious. Holy smokes, guys! I'm ready to fight now. <laughs> I don't know about you all. Uh, all right. So unlike last time where it was all pre-prepared and ready to go, we're going to draw cards. I've got the cards in front of me in a box. Uh, I'll do it so that you guys can see it. And then Andrew's going to add it into our notes so that we know, because I'll forget straight up. I'll forget <laughs> what I was. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's uh, Lucas, I shall stop filling out your own. You don't get to decide what you are. Lucas, I can see you typing. Darn it. Uh, I'm going to draw for Lucas now. Ready, Lucas? I'm ready. All right, sir. You are a K-pop star. K-pop star. Okay. It's not, we're not off to a great start. You are a K-pop star. Now, normally you would get th- like three cards and you would choose which one you want. Do you want to play that rule or do you want me just no, to draw? No, just draw it. We don't want to take half All an right. hour on this. You are a K-pop star. I didn't. Armed with a freeze ray. It's getting better. Okay, armed with a freeze ray. An idiot with a freeze ray. Okay, go ahead. Armed with a freeze ray and. Throws burritos. <laughs> Cold burritos. <laughs> So I'm really hoping you guys get something worse than mine. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's do Andrew. Please be Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. Oh, I'd be okay with that. You are? The dude. The dude. Does that mean anything to you? It's from the big Lebowski. Should that mean anything to me? I've never seen the movie, but I I know that that's from the big Lebowski. Isn't that Jeff Daniels? I think. No, no, no uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, right. And you, what does it say? Feels 100 times faster than normal. Okay. I can work with that. Uh, and la, 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 la. and finally, oh, 
wearing a suit of armor. Wow. You're- so I have no... <laughs> No offensive, no offensive weapons. Okay, and you good? Here we go. And I shall be. Oh heavens! The Illuminati. The Illuminati. Uh, uh, my superpowers are. <laughs> I have as feet instead of hands. <laughs> I might actually have a chance. <laughs> so far, you're the only thing that has any weapons. You've got your double hands <laughs> and double feet. Yeah, you can walk like a bear. He looks real and excited. Okay, what is it? I can't see it. And then I can, talk, Brad, so we get the big picture. Then I can possess the opponent for thir- any opponent, either opponent, for thirty seconds, and then I get very tired. Okay. All right. And now. Oh wow. Fellas, let's um, let's do this. So the way we're going to decide who gets to go first is simple. Uh, I'm going to roll a three-sided dice because those de- those definitely exist. The answer here is get rid of that and roll. So number two, which is Lucas, and then it's going to be. Number one. All right. Brad, so tell I, me what I you I get do. to vote. You I vote on who wins. So you get to yeah. vote. So you're basically deciding who you have to fight, which kind of <laughs> which kind of sucks. <laughs> you're the decider. You're the decider. I will choose I will choose honestly based on best uh, best argument. All right. Well, so let me just say this. The Illuminati as uh, an organization. I mean, the power that the Illuminati holds is vast. You know they're listening right now to this podcast because they're everywhere. They're in every industry. They're in the military. They're in tech. They're probably in space. They are everywhere with, dare I say, unlimited resources. So I think that, what is, what is Lucas? A K-pop star. What does the K mean, Lucas? Korean. Co- Korean. A Korean pop star. The Illuminati is definitely in Korea. So uh, we've been there. And, and so not only that, buddy, um, the, the amount of resources that we have, we're just going to come at you with, with all the nukes in the world because we own them. Uh, and, oh, what are you saying? I have feet instead of hands. Doesn't matter. Did anybody, anybody ever see a nuke button? It's just one big red button. I can use my heels of my feet hands to hit that button. And then gone. Can possess opponent for 30 seconds? No thanks, because you're dead. Um, I see that you've got a timer. Is this warning me? Okay. I possess you for 30 seconds, and I eat the frozen burritos that you have and choke your character. Then I get super sleepy and come back to my own character, and I win. Okay. All right. My turn. Okay. Oh. I will also give myself, I gave you 22 seconds, but that was after like a minute of rambling, but I'll still only give myself 30 seconds. All right. And you hold your timer out? Yeah. Hold my timer out. Okay. Um, All right. So uh, I'll just wait for the buzzer to go off. Holding it off the track too much. Fight. So, (laughs) so one second here. Oh man. Look at that. Here we go. I'm starting now. 
All right, so uh, so you're the Illuminati. You've got feet instead of hands. You can possess me for 30 seconds, whatever. You know, as soon as I see you, before you have a chance to possess me, I'm going to freeze ray you. All um, of us. At which point? The entire Illuminati. Yeah, however many it takes. I mean, you're not all going to be there at once. I can only deal with the ones that are in front of me. Gonna freeze you. We're all there. You're frozen. And then I'm gonna sing an awesome K-pop song that makes you all look stupid, and then you come to my side. Thank you. You freeze. You freeze a burnt. And with that, we're done. Okay, Andrew. I don't even choose because they were both so bad. (laughs) Judging, judging is always difficult for different reasons. (laughs) Okay. So, I. Oh man, I I, I think I choose Brad. Pure, <laughs> purely based on the quantity of how the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not really sure that they're real or what they are, but if your argument is that there is numerous amounts and that's true, then I feel like you win. Just by sheer volume. Yeah. Okay. Well. I respect I respect your, I, I recognize your ruling. Thanks. <laughs> it was very decisive. Now, I'm not sure what's going to happen with this, but Lucas, that now means that you are, you are now the judge and the Illuminati is fighting the dude. Dude. I was hoping it would say <laughs> the dude, but. Dude. Is fine. Uh, well. Okay. Sorry. Uh, second, and the 30 seconds starts now. Go. Wait for who? You. Brad. Ah, okay, so it's me go again, the Illuminati, and I'm still here. Now, guess what? I'm not doing any of that other nuking stuff because, well, even even if you do heal a uh, hundred times faster than normal, a normal person is dead in a moment with a nuke. There's so many of us, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to possess you, take off all that armor that you've got, and I'm going to just walk yourself right into the river, and that's right because we own the rivers, and then you're You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> I love the music. Seriously, probably copyright infringement. Ahoy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Andrew, go. All right, so listen. I'm the dude. I'm cool. Okay? The Illuminati (laughs) is going to hang out with me, and they're just going to be so pumped to be near me they're not going to want to kill me. They're just going to be my friends. I'm the dude. And we're just all going to hang out. World peace. Oh, Easy boy. peasy. Thanks. All right. Um, hmm. Yeah, the fact that anytime there's an army of something, it's always tricky. And the fact that possessing someone for 30 seconds, there's a lot you can do with that. Yeah. Um, I hate to give it to Brad, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to. No, I'm just no. I am going to give it to Brad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's mine. Yes. Oh, it's over. <laughs> hey, just for fun, pick three cards and see what Barber would have been. Okay. Uh, had Matt Barber been here, he would have been a zombie Ooh. that is wearing a tinfoil hat. Oh, that means he's oh, immune. That means he's immune to the Illuminati. Ah, <laughs> and can kill with a kiss. 
it would have been amazing to have had Barbara here. That's what here. he's going to be next time. We've locked in his choice for next We've time. We've locked it in. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> oh, good grief. Uh, let's let's get ourselves out of here. But Lucas, we forgot to do this last time. I'm looking for, um, oh, I should have a nice sound effect for this. Uh, Lucas's candy recommendations. Disagree. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So, oh, did you pick a random sound? Uh, anyway. No, I was trying to turn the, I was trying to sl- slide the page over and the toilet one is right on the edge. That's what happened last mm-hmm. time too. Sure. Um, well, I, I'm, I have two, one of them, I don't think exists anymore cause I haven't seen it in a long time anyway. Um, and that's gummy cobras. So they, when I was a kid, that was like the coolest thing ever. They were 25 cents back then. So they probably like a dollar now. Um, but they were like a foot and a half of gummy worm with a big cobra head in the front. Um, and when we got, when we were older, you would like lick the gummy head and then slap people in the back of the neck with it. <laughs> uh, it was delicious. It was fun. It was a great time all around. Um, for modern day that I know we can get a hold of, uh, you got to go with Swedish berries. They're just, they're classic. You know, they're, they're tasty. They're not too crazy sweet. Um, my, a little pro tip. I like to squish mine flat and stretch them out into like, so they're super thin and it's just fun for everyone. <laughs> into fish form. We call that licorice. <laughs> we call that licorice. Yeah. That's right. Cool. All right, man. Continue and let's get out of here. All right, everyone. You can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Oxford Holy Club or email Oxford Holy Club at gmail.com. Throw up the hashtag OH Club when you're using social media. And if you would like to give us a digital high five, uh, please do so by giving us a five star rating on iTunes. And if you leave us a five star rating, we'll read it on the air. Not only that, but now you can call into the show and leave us a one-minute voice message. So click the link in the description and ask us anything or leave us a comment. Unless you tell us otherwise, we will put it in the show. And you know this, but we don't pay to advertise. So any growth that we have, whether it's on video or here with the podcast, comes from you sharing us with others. So thank you for doing that. And you know what? More importantly... Until next time, keep spiritually fit and and have have fun. fun.